the college football experience week three FCS preview on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by win bet bet a hundred dollars at win bet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. This is Jerry Glanville and you're listening to S G P N. Let it ride brother. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. Week three FCS preview and picks episode. My name is Colby Swingin' Database Dad, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. <laughs> yes, season continues. Hope you've been listening to the FBS show and the FCS show. We do not discriminate as we love all forms of football for the most part. Um, so Hop on in. Last week I had some fire picks, and I hope you cashed in because I brought you that from the win in Vegas. Still had time for the FCS. Still had time, baby. Let's go. Um, last week, Thursday night, we had Road Rash face Bobby Petrino. Yes, Bobby Petrino. He played against UT Martin, the Skyhawks. Played the Skyhawks of UT Martin. I had UT Martin in the points. They only lost by five. A little bit of a backdoor cover, but took it to the land down under for that one. Cash money, people. Let's go. On Friday, Mary Mac took care of Assumption. Who knew Assumption was even in college? But hey, Mary Mac took care of him. As they scored 21 in the first, and Jack Zaragaitis, the former UConn transfer, had a solid game. So then we hop into Saturday's action. Some of the big, uh, I'd say some of the big games was uh, what Villanova took care of Long Island. The Shocks took care of Greg Norman's University. And uh, Villanova continues to impress within the CAA. And the CAA conference race is going to be a, f- we got a big one this week, but it's going to be a fun watch each and every week. Uh, Colgate took care of Maine. Shout out to the toothpaste getting it done against the black bears is what's happening to the black bears. What happened to the days of Mike buck as the black bears moved to two or I'm sorry. Oh, and two and Colgate uh, bounces back from that loss at Stanford and Palo Alto on the farm Fordham and Monmouth. Wow. I mean, I, I think 
there's not enough time on this episode to talk about this game. Monmouth got out to a 20 to seven lead at, at, at in the first quarter. Monmouth, remember them? They're jumping into the CAA. Tony Musket, experienced team. Ugh. They 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 give up 52 to Fordham, and this game was absolutely fucking bananas. Tim uh, D- Demorat threw for 452 yards, and uh, it, it, the box score is even more hilarious because you look through and you're like, okay, Demorat threw for 452, six touchdowns and two interceptions. Uh, and then at the running backs back, Trey Snead had a big day for Fordham, but Monmouth, Tony Musket, 14 of 27, 323 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. But the big thing was the third string running back, third string running back, Jaden Schreiden or, Sh- or yeah, Sheardin. I'm sorry, Sheardin. He rushed for 299 yards on 12 carries. So 12 for 299, that's 25 yards a carry, uh, just about two touchdowns, and they lost. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, that's one where the defensive coordinator should be at the bar drinking. Um, but yeah, uh, by the third quarter, he should just hit, hit, hit head of the bar, head of the fucking bar at that point. Um, Monmouth. Welcome to C- I mean, they're not even playing the CAA sketch. I mean, I guess week one they did, but still. It's not a good look. Not a good look. Uh, we'll see how they do this week as they s- they have the Hoyas on deck. Some of the other big games I thought from this past weekend. Hope first off, hope you cashed in. I took Temple minus the points against Lafayette. That thing cashed in for us. Shop to you drop customers. Um, Montana took care of South Dakota by seventeen. I actually thought South Dakota would play them a little bit closer. But nice win for Bobby Hawk and the Grizz. North Dakota State covered against North Carolina ANT. I told you to lay the 34. We were on fire for the most part. For the most part. I was on the right side in Cincinnati against Kennesaw State as they got uh, just completely mollywopped. Montana State rolled against Moorhead State. Um, Eastern Kentucky. Shout out to Eastern Kentucky, one of the many uh, FCS schools that beaten FBS in a wild game in what seven overtimes against Bowling Green. That was bananas. And how about the Citadel? I was on that. I was on the Citadel. They pulled the money line upset against East Tennessee State, twenty to seventeen. Shout out to the Citadel and triple option offense still thriving. North Dakota took down Northern Iowa in a good one, twenty nine twenty seven. That was a critical game going on there in the Missouri Valley. I was surprised Indiana state got blanked against Purdue. I I expected Purdue to whoop their ass, but 56, nothing surprised that the Sycamores got blanked. Um, Ed McCaffrey and Northern Colorado kind of hung around with Wyoming. They were only down nine, nothing, but Wyoming ended up, uh, that was a push. Actually, that game was a push. And then one of the, one of the best games of the day was uh, San Diego and Cal poly Cal poly scores 14 in the fourth to get the dub and upset the Toreros. Uh, that was good. Uh, Lehigh took down my Hoyas 21, 19. Damn it. Come on Hoyas. Um, what else? Alabama state covered against UCLA. We were on the right side of that incarnate word. I called for that one in Reno took down Nevada one outright shout out to incarnate word. Um, I think some of the other big ones were, Oh, how about that? Holy cross game against Buffalo. How about that game? Hail Mary, Matt Saluka, the crusaders are two and zero, oh, and I'm here for all of it. Love what the crusaders are doing. FAU rolled against uh, Southeast Louisiana. Elon blanked Wofford. 
Uh, shout out to the CAA. It's a big win there against the SoCon. Um, what were some of the other ones? Sacred Heart bounced back, got a dub against Central Connecticut State. It wasn't pretty, but they got it done. Um, Gardner Webb actually played Coastal Carolina pretty damn tough. And uh, I was on the right side of Delaware State covering against Delaware. Barely. Absolutely. I mean, barely. Little rivalry game there. I was on the wrong side, though. This is the one lock that I lost, like, pretty bad, I would say. Put a little bit of cash down. The Campbell Campbells, they, they didn't show up. Mike London and William and Mary got the dub by 16 in Williamsburg. Shout out to William and Mary. Once again, CAA. I know everyone's thinking Nova. I know everyone's thinking Delaware, maybe Rhode Island. Watch out. William and Mary's playing good ball. Um, also New Hampshire's not bad, not playing bad either. Um, what else do we got? Yeah. Rhode Island took care of Bryant. I was on the wrong side of that. I didn't bet that one, but I was on the wrong side of that one. Um, the UC Davis, South Dakota state game. How about that? Dan Hawkins kind of ahead of schedule. Everyone thought regression this year. I get it. They're Oh, and two, but they almost knocked off South Dakota state. Um, Dion rolled against Eddie George, a nice little player matchup there, but actually Dion, that was not a super impressive performance by Jackson state. They got the dub, but 16 to three against uh, Eddie George. Chattanooga rolled Eastern Illinois. Uh, Rich Rodriguez and Jacksonville State rolled the Racers of Murray State 34-3. Big test for Jacksonville State this this weekend as they face an FBS opponent. Uh I was on the right side. I locked up La Tech minus what was it? 5, I think it was. 5 or 6 against Stephen F Austin. Yes, took you to land on under hope you cashed in on the locks. It was pretty fire. The only one really wrong on the FCS front was uh, the Campbell camels play. Um, what else did we have there? We took, how about Northern Arizona knocking off Sam Houston state 10 to three shout out to the lumberjacks in Flagstaff as they get a huge, huge road road win there against a, a good opponent. Um, New Hampshire took down Albany, the great Danes, 28, 23. Nice win for New Hampshire. Uh, what were some of the, I mean, how about Weber state in the big sky? I did not see that one coming. I was on Utah state. <laughs> I thought it might be a close game because Weber is, is a good opponent, but whoo, 35 to seven relax. What a win for the big sky as they continue to be a thorn in the FBS side each and every season. It seems like now uh, and shout out to Hugh Jackson. Got his first win at Grambling against Northwestern state. Uh, LSU took care of Southern. Um, obviously, Brian Kelly getting back. That game was ridiculous from the start. Rice, I did lock up Rice minus the points against McNeese. That thing hit. Hope you cashed in there, folks. Uh, that line was way off, I thought. Uh, Idaho. Idaho was up 10 nothing on Indiana. They gave him a game. Um, I think I took Idaho in the points there. I didn't bet that, but that was on the on the show last week. I did not. E- I didn't. I did not expect that though. I did not expect them to be up ten out in the halftime. Uh, TCU rolled Tarleton. Oregon rolled Eastern Washington. We cashed in there. And folks, I hope you are listening to these because we had a pretty good fucking record last week. So subscribe, tell a friend. College football experience. Let's go. Um, we let's get to this week's action. But before I get to this week's action, I want to tell you that the college football experience FCS week three preview, 
uh, on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the Elias Sports Bureau. Football fans, yes, I'm doing this right now as the NFL is being played in the background. Um, NFL season's here, folks, and uh, as week two kicks off, you know, get ready to place your bets and get your fantasy roster in order. But you're making a mistake if you're doing all that without the Elias Game Plan app because it is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports. Yeah. The Elias Sports Bureau, the official statisticians of U.S. Pro Sports Leagues, including the National Football League. What are you doing, folks? NFL season's here, so don't wait. Download the Elias Game Plan app today. That's E L I A S. And right now, I have a special offer for when you subscribe. Get a 14 day free trial off a monthly subscription plan, but only if you use my promo code SGPN. Find the Elias Game Plan app in the App Store or Google Play Store today and use the promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Fubo TV. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Yes, Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone Plus games in uh, 4K at no extra charge. There's over a hundred channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price, baby. All right, uh, watch all. You can watch all the games on on your on any device. Never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows because they have included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, there's no commitment. You can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV for free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F U B O TV.com slash SGP. All right, we're back talking FCS week three action. We got one lone Friday night game. Mary Mac hitting the road, heading. Up to Harvard at Harvard Stadium in Austin, Massachusetts. This this is an interesting angle on on, on capping games for this weekend. The Ivy League is starting their play. Don't ask me why they don't play more games. I find it ridiculous personally, but they're starting their season now. Mary Max had the advantage of playing two games already, and sure. You know, Mary Mac took a took a what a fourteen point loss to Holy Cross in in game one, but they bounced back and took down Assumption by what twenty eight. Um, and you look at this line, and you say, "Wait, what?" Harvard, I get it, I get it. You know, Harvard's a uh, they're a decent school. You know, they've been playing football for like a thousand fucking years, but Harvard's laying twenty seven. I get it. They were eight and two last year, but I'm taking the twenty seven because you're in week one. You got to work out the kinks. You haven't played a game in a year. You haven't played a game in a year. Jack Zaragaitis, who who I mentioned, is thrown for 348 yards in the two matchups he's played. Four touchdowns, one interception. Look, we got those FBS college football games going, but I'm going to have an eye on this one too. And you know what? I'm just going to play into the angle that the Ivy League play. You know, haven't played a game yet. So give me the 27 points. Let's go. Harvard's going to probably get the dub. Give me something like, I don't know, 35, 21. Let's go take the points. Come to the land down under. That is the lone Friday matchup. Um, unfortunately they need, they need to do a better job scheduling more weekday games. Come on FCS. You can do it Saturday, Saturday. We got some big time matchups. I'm going to go with the FCS on against FCS opponents first. Um, Richmond. Reese Yudinsky, 
former Maryland Terrapin quarterback, former Kidet from VMI. He is back at quarterback at Richmond with the Spiders. They keep a good program. Um, Richmond did get it done against St. Francis last week. I think Yudinsky's uh, just been impressive all year. He's a good quarterback. I'm surprised when I watch some FBS quarterback play. I go, how the fuck is Yudinsky at, at Richmond? He should be playing in an FBS because he's uh, he's completing 72 percent of his passes. He's got four touchdowns and one interception. The whole Richmond offense really is going to be good this year, and I think they're another CAA team to watch out for because Savon Smith. Has 211 yards rushing in two games, and I love the wideouts. Jacob Harris, another VMI uh, transfer, and then Josiah Williams. They have a very good offense, and they're taking on. They're heading up to Lehigh. Take on what are they? The Fighting Hawks, Mountain Hawks, Mountain Hawks. I think Mountain Hawks. Um, Lehigh's quarterback Dante Perry completing 60% of his passes. Got to avoid the interception though. Three touchdowns, two interceptions. They just beat Georgetown by two. Richmond's laying 18 points. I think it's, I think, I think you got to lay the points here. I'm taking Richmond lay the 18 fringe lockworthy, fringe lockworthy. Um, other early morning games, the sacred heart pioneers travel to Morgan state to take on the bears. I think Morgan state's bad. I really do. Um, they lost only, I mean, I guess they only lost by eight to Towson. So maybe they're not as bad as I thought, but sacred heart got the dub against central Connecticut state. It was, it was ugly. But Malik Grant, you know, he seems to be. Uh, I know the average isn't pretty because they're very predictable offensively. I feel like, but um, this is interesting. Saker Hart's laying twelve. Morgan State's quarterback Carson Baker. I know him. He was a Western Kentucky transfer, and he, prior to that, he was at San Diego State. Ah oh, man, twelve points. I think you got to take the points in Morgan State. I don't think Sacred Heart plays a style of of ball that makes you feel comfortable laying 12. Now they still might win this one. I don't have a great feel for this one, but I think you take a shot on this. I see the chat moving along by the way. And uh shout out to 3802. Shout out to uh Patrick Fisher. Yeah, you try to milk that nonsense, buddy, all right? <laughs> I'm joking, buddy. I I watched I watched the NFL too, but uh FCS better than NFL. I hate to tell you, buddy. Um, anyway, uh, let's continue on. I, I'm on, I'm on Morgan state plus 12. Let's roll next up. Bryant is at Brown. And once again, Ivy league breaking, you know, kicking off its season. Bryant is Owen two, and they, they should have beat Florida international terrible targeting call. They had that game one. And then last week they played Rhode Island. Rhode Island's going to be an FCS playoff team if I had to bet today. I think Bryant's better than their record. Uh, their quarterback, what is it, Zevi? Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this guy. Ekos, Ekos, Ekos. Five hundred fourteen yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions, and not turning the ball over. Brown was just two and eight last season, folks. What am I missing here? Give me Bryant plus the two and a half. Add Brown. This line is inaccurate. I know what Brown might be better this year. First game of the season, Brian's battle tested against two opponents. Give me Brian all day. Shop to you, drop. Get in there, lock it up. Um, next up, Montana, the Grizz, Bobby Hawk, uh, and Lucas Johnson. What a get from San Diego State. This quarterback, what three hundred eighty-eight yards on the season so far, seventy-one percent completion percentage, five touchdowns, one interception, and then he's completely dual threat. He's got one hundred and fifty-one yards on the ground in the two matchups. 
They just beat South Dakota by 17 in a game that I, I thought it would be a little closer. Um, and meanwhile, they head to they head to what Terry Hot to take on the Sycamores. Um, and Indiana State just lost by 56 to Purdue. That's they got blanked. I thought they would get a couple scores against Purdue. They got one of the best wideouts in the nation in the F, you know in the FCS in Dante Hendricks. Um, Montana's laying 19 and a half points. Oh man. I mean, they just beat South Dakota by 17. That was in Missoula. This is their first road trip of the season. I don't know why I would take Indiana state here, but I feel like, cause I think South Dakota is better than Indiana state. But anyway, ah, man, I, I guess I guess I'll take Indiana State plus the 19 and a half. After an ass whooping like that, it's tough to know though. But give me give me the Sycamores plus 19 and a half. I hope I'm not wrong there. Do not bet that. Uh Princeton is at Stetson. Ray Finkel's college. Princeton, once again, opening their season. They're opening their season. So this is uh interesting. And I and these are there's a couple games I was struggling to find lines on. I think two games right now. Let me do a quick check while I'm recording this. To see if any of these lines have been updated, um, I don't think I see a line yet on this game. But once again, stay tuned. Also, WinBet doing a great job with all of these lines. I only see two FCS games they haven't covered, and that is Monmouth and Georgetown, and Princeton and Stetson right now. Uh, this is one that you know Stetson's two and zero, but they've only beaten Concordia and Louisiana College. I got no idea what this line will be. Princeton beat up 63 to nothing a season ago. So I'm assuming it would be a Princeton laying a big number. Um, stay tuned. All right. Check out win bet. Cause I think they will have these lines. It just, they drop them really late on, on the ones they they're kind of uncertain about. I would lean Princeton to win this game obviously. And, uh, but I mean, it depends what that number is. Cause maybe I would then take Stetson Colgate toothpaste, baby. It's coming back. Are you a crest guy? Perhaps Penn is. Because they are heading to Penn to that fucking great stadium, folks. Um, you, you, you guys, any f- college football fans out there? Penn football is first off, it's it's historic because it's been around since like the fucking dinosaurs. But Franklin Field is awesome. All right, it's it's what right there in Philadelphia. Uh, Philadelphia. They should play a lot more games there because that stadium's old as shit. Um, and uh, you know, I, I would love to see football come back and, and then start playing at some of these places. I mean, th- this stadium has been going since 1895. They need to play the fucking super bowl there in my opinion. All right. Uh, or the national championship, either way, get a chance to get some eyes on this game, support, support some, uh, some good football there. Penn's laying three and a half Colgate's one and one. They just eked out a win against Maine, the black bears. Once again, I do think Penn is the better team, but it's game one. This is the third game for Colgate. I'll take the points. Give me the I'm getting more than a field goal. Give me Colgate plus three and a half, even though I don't love that play. Georgetown's at Monmouth. I told you we didn't have a line on this one yet. Georgetown's one and one coming off a tough two point loss to uh to Lehigh, where that one that one stung. Cause you know I try to I try to root for my Hoyas. Um, but uh here they are now. Going to Monmouth, and I do think Monmouth is probably better than the record, but obviously there's some some concerns defensively. I don't have a line on this one, um, 
but I would be inclined to uh, to take my Hoyas just because I like them. Um, I don't know what the line is, but obviously that Monmouth Fordham game had fourteen hundred yards of offense. If I was a defense coordinator, I mean, get the fuck out of there. Witness protection program. Can Georgetown shut down Jaden Sheardon because that dude just twenty six what twenty five yards of rush? Disgusting, absolutely fucking disgusting. Um, stay tuned to that game once again, and that we we should have the lines on every other game going on. The game of the day, I think, within the FCS. Um, and shout out to thirty eight oh two. Yes, um, the game of the day this Saturday in the FCS, in my opinion, but besides some awesome FBS matchups. But the game of the day, FCS against FCS, I think is in the CAA. The Delaware Blue Hens travel to Rhode Island. And these are two teams, that obviously. James Madison's gone. They're not in the CAA anymore. There is an open, there's an open door for, for someone to win this thing. I know we touched base. Could it be Villanova? They've been a blue blood for like 40 years since fucking Howie Long played for them. All right. Could it be Delaware? They've been a blue blood since the Rich Gannon days, right? Uh, but Rhode Island is kind of came out of nowhere with Kasim Hill, the Maryland transfer. I like this team. I liked them last year. They upset Delaware last year it, it, on the road. Um, this is a critical game, but we, I know we also mentioned Richmond and William and Mary. It's going to be very interesting to watch the CAA race. This game's gigantic though, because this is the first real huge CAA game this season. You can, okay. Monmouth, New Hampshire, New Hampshire's undefeated. Maybe New Hampshire can be something that happened. To, there was a couple, couple games in week one, but this is one you circle in preseason saying, Oh shit, we got a good one. Uh, Rhode Island did win 22 15 last year. Both teams are two and oh, Delaware's coming off that 26 point win against Delaware state. Nolan Henderson's back almost transferred out. Uh, obviously Delaware had that huge win against Navy week one in Annapolis. This fucking game is awesome. The spread is Rhode Island minus two. And it's interesting because as much as I'm kind of bullish on Delaware, I like the coaching hire. Danny Rocco's out. Um, I think I had to lean Rhode Island since it's up there in Kingston. Um, I look at what I see with this offense at Rhode Island, I think is ahead of Delaware's offense. I know Delaware went out in the portal, got some guys, but, but Kasim Hill is a fucking beast. Um, and I like what they have in on the ground, on the ground attack. You know what I mean? Like uh, they're just complete at every phase of the game. I feel like the receiver Lee um, two, they have two studs in the backfield Marquette uh, Marquise de, de shields um, and then uh, Jalen Smith. So I don't know. I think Rhode Island is, is really uh, the team to beat here. Give me Rhode Island. I'm gonna lay the two. Should be a fun one on uh, on F- Flow Sports. Fortunately, you gotta you gotta get that thing, or watch it locally or something. Um, Albany heads to Fordham. Tim Demorat. Have you have you folks heard of this kid? Because he's nasty. He's gonna be in the NFL, and he threw for 452 yards last week. But even for the season, this guy is a fucking animal. And and somehow they're two and zero after that wild game, like I touched on the Monmouth game, fourteen hundred yards of offense. Disgusting, right? Um, but uh, pretty remarkable for a quarterback to be putting up stats like that. You look at what he's done for the season. They've only played a couple games, folks. All right, two games. This guy's. Let me let me get his official stats right here. Yeah. So the first game of the season, he's eighteen of twenty five. 
386 yards, five touchdowns, one interception as they cruise to a win at Wagner game two on the road. Both these on the road at Monmouth 34 of 51, 452, six touchdowns, two interceptions. Holy shit. Relax. All right. This guy, this guy just doing it big time there. Um, Check that door for heat, Tim. Check that door for heat because this dude's fire when he throws the ball. Um, remember, they, there's been a lot of uh, FCS quarterbacks that have, have succeeded in the NFL ranks, whether it's Tony Romo, whether it's, I mean, you're seeing Trey Lance there. I know that wasn't the best example, but Carson Wentz, um, Brian Fitzpatrick, Kurt Warner, Steve McNair. You can go on and on and on about the amount of great FCS quarterbacks or good FCS quarterbacks that have played in the National Football League. Um, I, I, this one's an interesting one because Albany, they lost a close one last week. I don't think they're as bad. Albany's two opponents are Baylor and New Hampshire. Well, Baylor is like a top 25 FBS team. New Hampshire is two and zero right now in the CAA. So uh, the great Danes, their quarterback, Reese Poffenbarger. What a fucking name. Shout out to Reese Poffenbarger. Uh, he was 18 and 27 for two sixty four and two touchdowns uh, last week. He's going to have some opportunity to light it up. Fordham's defense has shown you that there's some opportunity for some scoring. Can the great Danes great name, by the way, play some good defense and, and just perhaps find a way to stop Tim Demorat. Fordham's laying seven and a half. Ah, I'm going to, I'm going to lay the seven and a half. I know they just, I, cause I do think, I think mom is probably a little bit better than Albany. But I don't know. Albany has played such tough competition. It's hard to get a gauge on how good Albany is. Um, that is a lot of points. You know what? Fuck it. Give me the Great Danes. All right, let's go. Just don't make me. I mean, uh, I'm going to be watching that one. Demora, it's going to be firing the ball over the fucking field. Valpo, Valparaiso, the Quakers. Um, no, they're not the Quakers. What are they? What is their name? They just changed it. They tried to change it. We're not fond for it. Crusaders, the Crusaders, uh, head to Dartmouth. Dartmouth was nine and one a season ago, but once again, one of these games, you're starting your, br- your brand new season, starting your brand new season. Everyone else has got a leg up on you. Valpo, you know, just played Illinois state in the Missouri Valley only lost by seven um, beat Indiana Wesleyan, a, a G two school in week one, only by three, but Hey, both games have been tight. 33 points is the spread. Damn. Look, I think Mason Kaplan, the quarterback of Valpo should have a leg up. I know Dartmouth is good, but still, I guess, I mean, I don't know. He did throw three picks last week, so maybe I'm wrong. Give me the 33 though. I'm taking the fucking 33 Dartmouth wins by 24. Give me the 33 in Valpo. Uh, Let's go. Crusaders Cornell heads the VMI. Once again, Cornell Ivy league. They were two and eight a season ago. They're opening up their season. What is that? Lexington, Virginia. If memory serves me correct. VMI only beat Bucknell by 10 a season ago or a season ago, a week ago, but they still got Seth Morgan at quarterback who I like. They still got uh, what chance knocks at wide receiver who I think is good. And they have, it's interesting. They, they were, they've had success running the ball uh, more, more this year. I feel like than the seasons prior hunt uh, Hunter rice and Rashad Raymond, both rushed for over a hundred yards last week against Bucknell. The Lions 12 and a half. 
I know VMI kind of plays down to the competition. It seems like I'm taking VMI though. Cornell, once again, week three for, for VMI, they played wake. They played Bucknell. I know, I know they only won by 10, but there's an advantage to playing the games. In my opinion, give me VMI minus the 12 and a half grambling heads down to Jackson state. This game pretty awesome. Let's see what we can do here. Um, Deion Sanders. This is an NFL game. All uh, you know, you got Deion Sanders, one of the most, you know, greatest quarterback cornerbacks. I'm sorry of all time going up against Hugh Jackson. Um, who got his first win at Grambling and and look, Hugh Jackson, this is a guy that has had struggles as a head coach. So it's great to see him get a win. And you know, uh, maybe, maybe he can, you know, turn Grambling in. I know they have an NIL collective, which is, you know, they, they could have some opportunity. They they've been playing for a long time too. This is, this is a rivalry um, that goes back a long time. So it'll be interesting to see who will win this one here as what, uh, yeah. I mean, what last year, Jackson state only won by five, only one by five. So, um, and that's the thing that jumped out for me last week was that Jackson, uh, Jackson state did not week one. They passed the eye test. They kind of struggled. Eddie, Eddie George had a little decent game plan going. Jackson state's laying 21 Shador Sanders. He's a beast do for, I mean, week one, he looked amazing against famu. Last week was just 30 of 44 for 276 and a touchdown. I was surprised they threw the ball that much. 44, I mean, 44 throws. And that's, I think, a big thing for Jackson State as the season goes along. It might not come up in this game, but can they establish the the run more? Uh, Savion Wilkerson uh, just has 81 yards rushing. All right. They got to get that ground game going. Um, Grambling, they beat Northwestern State by 26. Batarius Hawkins threw for 303 touchdowns. The line is 21. Which which Jackson State team we're gonna get? I'll lay the 21. But uh this might be the last time I lay a big number with Jackson State if I lose. Uh Cal Poly heads to South Dakota. Can South Dakota they're 0 and 2. Look, South Dakota's first two opponents are Kansas State, who looks really underrated on the FBS ranks uh in the Big 12. And then Montana, who could win a national championship perhaps this year or be in the final four. They're projected to be in the final four coming into the season. So they're 0 and 2. And offensively, they have had their problems. What? Carson Camp, veteran quarterback, only threw for 119 yards last week, zero touchdowns. They have got to get this offense going. And whether it's the running back, Travis Theus, um, who had 88 yards against Montana. And I get it. Those two opponents are really tough. I really believe that I expect this offense to, to develop more. And I think it might start here against Cal poly, but Cal poly, how about that fucking win? Shout out to John Madden rest in peace. That's his alma mater. Cal poly scored 14th or 14 in the fourth to come back and take down the Toreros of San Diego. Uh, Jaden Jones, their quarterbacks a beast. He's throwing for 300 a game and he's yet to throw an interception. Uh, and even uh, Chris Coleman at wideouts putting up some pretty good numbers. This should be a big one. South Dakota's laying 21 points. It's too much. Give me Cal Poly. Let's go. Let's go. Yale opening up the season. I feel like Yale's decent every year. Um, they head to Holy Cross in, up there in Boston. All right. Uh, last year, Holy Cross won 20 to 17. 
on September 18th. So pretty much like a year ago, exactly a year ago. Now they had, uh, but that was at, at Yale. Now they head to Worcester and this game should be awesome. Holy cross two and oh, just beat an FBS. I gotta be honest. I'm a Holy cross fan. I like the style of ball they play. I like that quarterback, Matt Saluka. Holy cross is laying five and a half. I know it was a three point win last week. Or I'm sorry, last year. And just a, what a six point win last week as they beat, uh, they beat Buffalo 37, 31. Give me the crusaders. Let's go. Let's go. This should be a fun watch. Um, yeah. So shout out to John McDevitt. He's in the chat talking, talking some college football FCS style. Yes. I highly recommend anyone, anyone out there. Tell a friend FCS football is awesome. It's fucking awesome. Can't recommend it enough. Anyone that tries to talk shit about FCS football doesn't, isn't a true football fan because I mean, FCS gives you some of the best games of the year each and every year. Um, yeah. Yale. Holy cross is absolutely fantastic. Uh, all right. I'm going to get us paid and talk a little more about the Saturday's action FCS on FCS. And then we'll hop over to the FCS against the FBS, but I got some of my locks that I feel really good about, but first let me get us paid people. I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience FCS week three previews brought to you by no house advantage. Yes. No house advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. You can play and pick them contests versus other people for a shot at winning $250,000 in cash. Yes. Good luck. Good luck hiding that though. Um, Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for corrected picks and climb up the leaderboards for your shot to win big money every single day. You can also test your skills versus the house. You know, you can win 20 times the amount of money you enter if you hit all your picks. So hop in folks, uh, sign up now with the promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app to get the first deposit match up to $25. We're also brought to you by promoguide.us. Yeah, promoguide.us is the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies and making consistent profits from sports betting. I mean, I got to say, we've been looking at their daily promo updates, and they are some of the best, some of the most informative in the game. Uh, they don't simply tell you what team is, is probable to win, but the, what, where, where, you'll get the best odds, how to track down, how to cash in big uh, on consistently changing promotions. Um, If you're not already using mathematical models to help you win your picks, you know, um, then you are missing out on, on completely, you know, something that is a completely valuable tool. Um, So go to promoguide.us and check out the hundred percent track transparent and proven method for betting smarter. Once again, with promoguide.us, you get consistency and consistency gives you a profit. Uh, we're also brought to you by sleeper sleepers, the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I do. It is a game changing product. Unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can win on sleeper by uh, playing their brand new over under game. I mean, I love this stuff. I did this last week when I was in Vegas, I hit on it over under uh, sleeper three. I had, I think Jalen Berger, Hunter Deckers, Trying to remember my third guy, but don't worry, I hit. And this thing is a ton of fun. So I strongly recommend that you hop in there. Uh right now on your mobile phone, join our listener group on sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP. Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. 
It's promo code SGP. Once again, sleeper.com slash SGP. You get a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See sleepers terms of use or details. All right. And, and hop in the chat. Can't find a line for, for Duquesne versus Hawaii game. Hey, I can find that. Go to win bet. You can get Duquesne plus six and a half on the Island. That's the last game of the night. I'm going to ride the Dukes. I'm going to take a shot in the Dukes. Shout out to Lane Elliott. Uh, who says Colby, what's up my guy? Any opinions on uh, Norfolk state and Hampton this weekend battle of the Bay seven, five, seven classic. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. If you know, you know, um, well, look, Hampton's two and oh, but it's just against Howard and Tuskegee. Well, actually Howard actually played South Florida pretty tough in the first half down there at the big sombrero. Um, Norfolk state's Oh, and two, but I think it's a misleading. Oh, and two, they played Marshall and James Madison. Marshall just beat Notre Dame and South bend. Marshall's got two really good running backs. Henry Columbi, their start, their starting quarterback was a starting quarterback at Texas tech and Utah state previously. Um, JMU is kicking the shit out of everybody so far. Uh, you can't be ashamed of those two losses if you're Norfolk State. Uh, what they got? Otto Coons at quarterback. Great name. Shout out to to quarterbacks named Otto. Shout out to Otto Graham. Um, I like that receiver, Daquan uh, Felton. And uh, I know Hampton has a good running back in Elijah Burns, who who had a, over 100 yards on just 14 carries against Tuskegee. Norfolk State's laying one. I'm going to, I'm going to lay the one. I'm going to lay the one. I think Norfolk state having gone through the gauntlet of Marshall and JMU is super impressive. And I know Hampton's two and L I'm laying the, uh, the one. And I actually feel pretty good about it. Come on, let's go. Let's take Norfolk state. Uh, next up in line, we have Nichols taking on Southeast Missouri state. And I got to be honest, one of those games that I really ate shit on last week. And I, I guess I forgot to touch base on this on the recap was Southeast Missouri state beating Southern Illinois, the Salukis stone shout out to stone Labanowitz, but I'm sure he doesn't want to talk about it too much because his boys lost to uh, Southeast Missouri state. Um, that was, I did not see that one coming. And all of a sudden Southeast Missouri state looks like a player in the Ohio Valley conference and they're taking on Nichols. I have been fading Nichols all year. I cashed in on 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 ULM minus the points against Nichols last week. Hope you guys cashed in. I gave that one away on the show. Uh, this is interesting because <laughs> I don't know what to make of this. Uh, so Southeast Missouri State's laying seven and a half. That seems so fucking easy to me. It really seems so easy to me. And it's it's like we talked about on the FBS show. I think when you don't overthink it, if you're wrong, you're wrong, but over the, the long haul, you're going to get majority of these, right? I think so with that being said, Southeast Missouri States at home, they're taking on Nichols. Lindsey Scott's no longer at Nichols. He's now at incarnate word winning games against the FBS. So come to the motherfucking land down under. Let's lay the seven and a half with Southeast Missouri state. Let's go. Shout out to Hawk Field. That's where we're gonna get that dub. Um, Austin P is heading to Alabama A and M, and this is this is an interesting one because Austin P is two and one. They looked all right in that Week Zero matchup against Western Kentucky. It hung in there, you know, a little bit, and then ever since then they have been dominating. They beat Presbyterian sixty-three to nothing. Then Mississippi Valley State, Jerry Rice's alma mater, forty-one to nothing. 
So when I see app, uh, not app, Austin P is laying uh, 21 against Alabama A and M, who who I think has really looked kind of iffy uh, in their two performances this, this year. I know they were both against FBS teams, but still, I'm gonna lay the 21. I don't love it because I don't know that Austin P will have that much offense. But I'm still gonna do it. Give me Austin P minus 21. Uh, Presbyterian, the team that just got worked all year and they lost some key transfers this past season. They head to Western Carolina. Don't look now, but the catamounts are getting better. This is at Bob waters field, baby. Uh, last year, Western Carolina won 33, 21. Once again, like I said, Presbyterian lost, lost some key guys. Now Presbyterian did get a dub last week against, uh, against D two Virginia Lynchburg, but only by eight. Western Carolina is laying 38. That's too many points though. I'll take 38. I don't feel good about it, but give me the 38 and Presbyterian. Let's go. Uh, this game. Interesting here. William and Mary heads to Lafayette Lafayette. Look, I was all over temple. I gave that away as a lock. I think temple minus 12 against Lafayette Because Lafayette had what eight yards passing in their win against sacred heart in week one. <laughs> yeah. Lafayette fought harder than I thought they only lost by 16. They almost won that fucking game. I mean like I shouldn't say they almost won that game, but they were a lot. I thought temple was going to win by 40. I still covered, but the sweat was real in that game. Shout out to the leopards of Lafayette. Uh, now they, they host William and Mary, William and Mary's laying 20. I do think William and Mary's better than temple. We saw William and Mary just take a shit on Charlotte, the 49ers down there in Charlotte um, in the FBS ranks. I'm going to lay the 20. But I wouldn't go past 21. If you're betting this and the line is moving, do not go past 21 on this. Southern Utah heads to Western Illinois to take on the Leathernecks. Great, one of the greatest names in uh in college football, the Leathernecks. Um, the, Western Illinois is 0 and 2. This game happening at Harrison Field, but Western uh, Western Illinois just got worked by Minnesota 62-10. They played UT Martin in the first game of the season, lost by 17. But UT Martin's a good team. They made the FCS playoffs a season ago. Don't panic if you're a leather ja- uh, leather jackets, a Leathernecks fan. Uh, Southern Utah, the Thunderbirds just got absolutely demolished by Utah 73 to seven. But if you go back and look at their first week, they took down St. Thomas 44 to 13. This one is interesting. Western Illinois is laying eight. They're at home. They've been getting their ass kicked. Sometimes it's good to have a team travel all the way over there. Give me the Leathernecks minus the eight um, St. Francis PA. Who I was really impressed with in that Akron game, even though Akron looks like an average FCS team at the moment. St. Francis PA is zero and two. Wagner's zero and two. Wagner's got worked by uh, by by Rutgers sixty six to seven. They lost uh, week one to Fordham by seventeen. Can St. Francis turn that corner? Because St. Francis, I was impressed. I thought they should have beat Akron, and they, they they did cover for us against Richmond. That was one of my locks. Hope you cashed in on that. Uh, this is where St. Francis gets the dub. This is, this is when it happens. All right. Now St. Francis is laying 18 though. I'm going to take Wagner plus the 18 St. Francis, 31 Wagner, 14 Wagner gets the cover next up. One of the better games of the day. This is actually a really good game. I think Um, Sacramento state is taking on Northern Iowa. This game is really good. I know Northern Iowa's zero and two, but they almost beat North Dakota. And week one, they played Air Force, and Air Force looks like they're potentially going to win the Mountain West. 
Um, Sacramento State, they just whooped up, dropped fifty six on uh, Utah Tech, and they had last week off. So now they got to prep. They have back to back away games coming, but this is a, this is a tough trip. You go to that filthy fucking dome um, that Northern Iowa plays in, the house that uh, your boy Kurt Warner built. The what is it? The UNI dome, some shit like that. Uh, Northern Iowa won last year, 34 to 16. I just think this one's going to be Northern. Iowa's a three point favorite. Give me Sacramento state. Maybe it's just the fact. I just like the fact they got a week to prep study some film and the fact that Northern Iowa's had to go from air force triple option to North Dakota. who's a good, who's a good team with Tommy Schuster at QB to Sacramento state. That's a tough, that was a tough three weeks right there. Uh, I'm going to take a shot on the Hornets, even though I know that is a far trip. And normally, normally Northern Iowa, pretty physical football team, despite them being a dome team, uh, shout out to the Dakota brothers saying go Bison, huge game. We're going to get to that. we got the FCS FBS matchups that will be happening at the end of the show here in about, I don't know, 20 minutes, 15 minutes, something like that. Um, and shout out to Lane Elliott, who's super excited for uh, for the Norfolk State Hampton matchup. Yes, I mean all these games are awesome. I mean, I love uh, you know the FCS has so many good games that I think your average college football fan does not realize. And if they only knew, they would really appreciate how good the football is, how great the rivalries are, and the fan bases are. And I wish the FCS would get a little more organized and schedule more weekday games. Let the people know about this. In my opinion, like big sky, Missouri Valley, they should pick a day of the week in the regular season. I know they make money for having great crowds on Saturdays. And I know Saturdays are easier to bring, to get crowd, you know, to get the people out to then, then a Tuesday night, you might be working somewhere, but I still think one, one game a week, you can, your conference can split it all up. So it only affects one team or two teams a year. So, uh, I, I would love to see that going forward. Uh, next up, what was I on right now? What was I talking about? Let's go. Um, I just, yeah, I just took Sacramento State. And that one, I don't feel great about that game. I would probably advise you to stay away unless you're a fan of the Hornets or the, or the Panthers. Um, Southern is taking on Texas Southern. Michael Strahan's alma mater. Uh, Southern's one and one. They just got their ass whooped by LSU. That game should have never happened. The game was ridiculous. I mean, I guess it's at least it's in the state of Louisiana, but this is happening at uh, the globe life park in Arlington, Texas, Texas Southern won last year, 35, 31, but kind of think Southern, I don't know. There's two ways this can go. Southern just got their ass whooped by, by LSU. And that's always tough to bounce back after just getting dominated. Uh, meanwhile, Texas Southern's zero and two. They just got dominated by North Texas, but but LSU is a little bit different than taking on North Texas. Um, this line is currently at Southern minus six revenge spot from last year. Oh man, I think you got to take Texas Southern in the points. I don't like this matchup, but I think you have to take Texas Southern in the points. Um, I don't know. Stay the fuck away. Stay the fuck away on this one. Charleston Southern is heading to Eastern Kentucky. How about Eastern Kentucky grabbing that dub against Bowling Green in the FBS? This game's on ESPN Plus at Roy Kidd Stadium. 
And Eastern Kentucky is looking very legit. Charleston Southern is not looking very legit, especially defensively. And that is why I am going to lay the 18 and a half points with Eastern Kentucky. Parker uh, McKinley or McKinney, I think it is. He's a very good quarterback. And I, I like what I see. They got a couple of good receivers. They got a balanced offense. Uh, Braden Sloan at the running back spot. The only thing you worry about is what seven overtimes. But fuck that. I, I think that's one of the biggest myths. You're college kids. You could play. All right. That shit was a week ago. All right. I think they'll be fine. I'm laying the big number 18 and a half against Charleston Southern. Charleston Southern coming off getting their ass whooped in Raleigh against NC State. Columbia heads up to Marist. Once again, Columbia, Ivy League. Brand new game. First game of the season. Heading to Marist. Tanny Stadium in uh in New York there. Marist Rick Smiths. That's his alma mater. That's all I know. Every time I fucking say Marist, I just gotta bring up Rick Smiths. Marist got worked by Georgetown week one. Now they did have a week off, but they lost by 31 to the Georgetown Hoyas. Columbia's laying 22. Mm. This you want to talk about a hardest game to handicap? I I like the name the Marist Red Foxes. So I'll take the 22, but I do not feel good about that. I'm just gonna fade the, the teams that are playing game one. The other teams have had a game under their belt. They've been able to study the film, what they do wrong, what they do right. Give me the 22 in Marist. Do not bet this one though. Um, unless unless you're just you're just having fun. All right, if you're on a roll, fucking bet it. All right. <laughs> Uh, next up, Gardner Webb, who gave Coastal Carolina and Big Bird Grayson McCall a scare down there on that teal turf. They almost won that thing. The running Bulldogs. Shout out to the running Bulldogs, the house that Eddie Eddie Lee Wilkes built. Um, they're one and one taking on Elon at Rhodes Stadium in Elon, North Carolina. Now, Elon's an interesting one because they almost knocked off Vanderbilt week one for them for Vandy was week two. Cause they played that week zero game at Hawaii. Then they come out and come back and blank Wofford 26, nothing. They got Matt McKay, the, the former NC state quarterback for also former Montana state quarterback. Uh, I kind of, I'm kind of high on Eli. That's another CAA team completely flying under the radar. I feel like everyone's talking the other teams, Wave and Mary got the FBS win Rhode Island, Delaware, v- Villanova. Watch out, watch out for the Phoenix Elon. Uh, Elon is laying 13 against Gardner Webb. I will say I was surprised that Gardner Webb played that strongly in their first matchup. So it makes it, I'm going to lay the 13 with Elon because I really believe they're the, the real, real deal. But maybe I am just completely uh, underestimating Gardner Webb and the running bulldogs. Was that just a flash in the pan or would that be consistently them being decent? Can't wait to watch that one Saturday. Uh, North Carolina Central. They're taking on New Hampshire. Interesting, interesting matchup here. Um, and one that, you know, New Hampshire, 2 0. They're another team in the CAA playing some decent ball. They're 2 0. Uh, this one being played at Wildcat Stadium. And it's funny, you look at this one, and North, North Carolina Central's 2 0 in the MEAC. Just uh, w- w- beat Winston Salem of the FCA, or of the, I'm sorry, of the D, uh, D2, 41-0. But their big their big win was week one against Terrell Furman Jr.'s guys, uh, North Carolina A and C, as they won 28-13 against A and C in their rivalry matchup down there in Charlotte. 
Um, I was impressed watching that game. I was really impressed with with the Eagles of of uh, NC Central, and and I'd seen their quarterback previously. Uh, his last name's Richard. That dude's good. I think he's pretty solid. Um, I knew he. I think he. I think he didn't even throw a touchdown in that game, but I still think he's a gamer. Um, they are getting how many points again? Fourteen and a half against New Hampshire. The only problem is New Hampshire has been a little bad battle tested. They beat Monmouth. They beat Albany. I am still going to lay the points because another thing is A and T looks bad. I'm going to lay the points. I'm going to take New Hampshire. Max Brosmer is a good quarterback. Give me New Hampshire, but that hook, that hook is dangerous. But I think they're trying to bait you into that. Give me New Hampshire. The Wildcats. Um, th- this game's awesome. This next game's awesome. One of the best games of the day. The Citadel takes on Mercer. Citadel just knocked off East Tennessee State. Shout out to Stump Mitchell. All right. Citadel's one and one in the SOCON. They run the triple option. They're taking on Mercer. Mercer's one and one. Mercer's got talented players. Fred, what, Fred Payton, the former coastal quarterback that started a bunch of games. They also got a coastal running back transfer. Um, this is at Five Star Stadium in Macon, Georgia. You know, last year these teams played Mercer 134 7. Revenge will be on the mind. But I kind of like the Citadel's chances. They just won. Winning is contagious. Give me the Citadel plus 18. Mercer gets the win. Citadel gets the cover. North Alabama takes on Chattanooga. I mean, North Alabama uh, just worked UVA wise, but week one, they played Indiana State, and that was a true barn burner. That was one of the best games of the season so far this year, multiple overtimes. Um, they head to Chattanooga. The mocks, I think, are legit. They're 2 and 0, and I think that what they just beat Eastern Illinois by 18. They beat Wofford by 31. I think the mocks are going to be an FCS playoff team. They got Illinois on deck. They're going to head up to Champaign. That's going to be an interesting one to watch. I think that's on a Thursday too. Uh, but this one here, they're laying 17 and a half against North Bama. North Bama didn't have enough offense for me to buy in. I'm actually going to lay, I'm going to lay the points with the mocks of Chattanooga. Next up. We got uh, this one. Interesting. Northern Colorado, easy Ed McCaffrey. Can he turn the ship around with the bears of Northern Colorado? They showed some fight in the first half in Laramie, but they're Oh, and two and week one, they definitely laid an egg against Houston Baptist. Can they head to Lamar? I mean, Lamar's got my guy, Bo Morgan, former air force quarterback as their head coach. However, he's not running the triple option. His mistake. Give me easy Ed McCaffrey to get the dub. I'm laying the one point. Let's go, Northern Colorado Bears. Um, next up, you got Samford heading to Tennessee Tech. Samford's offense can fly, guys. I I, I think Samford is like legit. I think they're gonna be the, the SoCon's gonna be fun too. You got Chattanooga, you got Citadel, Mercer, East Tennessee State, even VMI, and Samford can play ball. Samford won this this last year, uh, fifty-two to fourteen. So I was a bit perplexed with the spread only being 16 and a half. Uh, I will lay the 16 and a half and I will lock up Sanford. Sorry, Jeremiah Oatswell, the quarterback of Tennessee tech. I'm not convinced they, that he can get it done and keep up with Sanford's offense. I think Sanford is going to have a, a big day offensively at Tucker stadium. Uh, next up after that, we go to uh, what do we got? Incarnate Word. 
at Prairie View A and M. Incarnate Word looking absolutely dynamite as they went to uh, what they knocked off Southern Illinois, a ranked FCS team week one, and then they went to Reno and took care of business against uh, Nevada Wolfpack of the FBS. Uh, Prairie View lost by eight to Abilene Christian a season ago or a, a week ago, not a season ago. Bubba McDowell's their head coach. I had the the honor of of interviewing him this off season. Big Bubba McDowell fan, back to his days of playing at Miami with Jimmy Johnson, and then part of the uh, Buddy Ryan Houston Oilers defense. Um, I'm ru- really rooting for Prairie View. I'm, I I like him, and I think he's a I think he, I think it was a good hire. But I'm not touching this right now. Incarnate Word looks like like a they 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 might be the surprise team in the whole FCS. It's 19 and a half points, but they're, they're rolling. I'm laying the 19 and a half. Give me incarnate word, even on the road, central Connecticut state, the blue devils heading down to Louisiana to take on Southeast Louisiana, strawberry stadium. Last time they played Southeast Louisiana won by 46 a year ago. That is why I do not feel comfortable betting this game, but Cole Kelly's gone. Southeast Louisiana is laying 24. Give me Central Connecticut State plus twenty four. I do not advise you to bet this game. Butler, the Bulldogs, they head to South Dakota State. This line's unfucking believable. South Dakota State is laying fifty three points. These are two FCS schools. Uh, I mean, the last time they played, Butler only lost by forty one. I, I think they're gonna call off the dogs. This is Brookings. Uh, this is in Brookings, South Dakota. I, I'm gonna take Butler plus the 53 because I'm not a fucking maniac, but <laughs> I do think this will be a, a dominant performance by the Jackrabbits. Um, Texas A&M Commerce, they're in their year one in the FCS. They head to Sam Houston State. Great bounce back spot for Sam Houston State. They're laying 23. I will lay the 23 with Sam Houston State. I think they're gonna get things back on track as they're they're 0 and 2, just coming off of an upset loss to uh, to Northern Arizona. Um, and they need to do that. And I actually think we should lock that one. Let's go play the 23. They're, they're about to be in the FBS next year. They need to fucking get some style points here. Get it. Get the fans excited. Lay the 23 with Sam Houston state. Furman is taking on East Tennessee state. This is probably the second best game in, in the FCS, like FCS on FCS, uh, uh, that we have out there right now. Maybe you can make a case Sac state, Northern Iowa. Maybe you can make a case of, uh, of uh, of uh, the Citadel Mercer, I'm not sure, but I think this game is pretty good. Um, and I I actually struggled. I think I'm going to go Furman. I think East Tennessee State's had too much turnover. I think Furman's going to get that dub. I'm going to lay the two and a half, even though they're on the road in Johnson City. Give me Furman. Um, then we also have, by the way, and I forgot to touch base on North North Dakota at Northern Arizona. That is an interesting matchup in Flagstaff. Uh, North Dakota's laying eight and a half points. Tommy Schuster, that quarterback, looked great against Nebraska, but so has every fucking buddy that's played in uh, against the, uh, Nebraska this year. Northern Arizona coming off that big win. Give me Northern Arizona at home. Catching eight and a half in that filthy dome there in Flagstaff. Let's go. Um, Eastern Illinois taking on Illinois State. We got a little rivalry game going on. Ohio Valley against Missouri Valley. Hancock Stadium in normal Illinois. Can watch this one on Marquee Sports. Last year, Illinois State won by seven, but this line's at sixteen. 
You know I'm taking Eastern Illinois plus sixteen. Tony Romo, Jimmy Garoppolo went there. I mean, they look like they're a little bit better. They were shitty last year. They look like they're a little bit better. Give me the points in uh, Eastern Illinois. Uh, Utah Tech, formerly Dixie State, heads to Weber State. Weber State's laying thirty-one. I would lay the thirty-one. Don't touch this game though. Weber State just whooped. Weber State might be another one that's flying under the radar in the Big Sky. That was impressive what they did to Utah State. Uh, Alcorn State heads to McNeese, Louisiana. Take on McNeese State. McNeese is laying seven and a half. Alcorn State is zero and two in the SWAC. McNeese is zero and two in the Southland. This is at Cowboy Stadium. Last year was seventeen fourteen. McNeese won. For that reason alone, I'm getting more into touchdown. Give me Alcorn plus the points. Even though I do think McNeese is better than last year. Hmm. You know what? Fuck it. Give me McNeese. Lay the seven and a half. They're baiting you. San Diego heads to UC Davis. This is a fun one too. Uh, San Diego coming off that bad loss as UC Davis Health Stadium. <laughs> what a name for a stadium. UC Davis whooped their ass last year, fifty-three to seven. I do think San Diego's better, but I am buying into Dan Hawkins to get his first dub. I am laying the twenty-two and a half with UC Davis in the Big Sky. All right, and that's all of our. That's all of our FCS on FCS matchups. So, uh, and I know uh, McDee State. Shout out to Blanton in the chat. Um, let's get to the FBS games. But before I get to the FBS games, let's get us paid one more time. Uh, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Run Your Pool. Yes, I mean they have a brand new VIP. That you can pay for and get. It's absolutely fantastic. It's a brand new subscription service from Run Your Pool that helps you get an extra edge against the books. Plus, they give you exclusive access to real money pools. So, what are you doing? Get in. Uh, week one pool and, and week two pools, the winner's getting five grand. All right. See, and they have a season long pool where they're giving out 100K. So, what are you doing? Get in there, get access to uh, exclusive data to help you with your weekly game picks. They have premium content in-depth guides to how to dominate your pools and they have exclusive swag, baby. Use the promo code SGPN VIP at uh, runyourpool.com slash VIP and get 50% off your first month of run your pool VIP. Once again, that's code SGPN VIP at runyourpool.com slash VIP. We're also brought to you by odds trader. Odds trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the different signup codes and promo codes from sports book to sports book to assure that you get the best deal possible. And what I love is they have a bet tracker. It organizes all your games. Cause you get me in like December, November, I'm betting on like 30 fucking sports at once. I don't even know. I check my account. I'm like, huh? I won this much. I lost this much. Well, that is why this thing is great. One of the reasons why it's great. There's many go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire odds trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. We're also brought to you by sling. Yes. Sling TV. It's college football season, baby, which means you need the unbeatable coverage of sling TV starting at $35 a month. Sling has all the biggest games on the biggest channels from ESPN, ESPN two, ESPN three, sec network, ACC network, Fox, and the big 10 network all for the best price. You can stream it on any device, record up to 50 hours with included DVR space. You could pause or change your service at any time. Check out sling.com for special offers. Sling, the live TV you love for a price you'll love. Try us today. All right, we're back. And we have what? We have a loaded lineup. I am counting what I believe to be 22 FCS against FBS teams that are that, that will square off 
on the gridiron this weekend. We saw last week, Eastern Kentucky get that win. Saying, fuck you. All right, FBS. We saw Holy Cross get that win against the FBS. We saw Weber State just beat the shit out of the Mountain West champions. All right. We saw Incarnate Word take down a bowl. Last year, Nevada was a bowl team. FCS is legit, people. Um, the big ones that stand out. Well, first, you have that Saturday morning early kick, Wofford against Virginia Tech in Blacksburg. Virginia Tech's laying 38. Wofford hasn't scored yet this season. This is their third game, and now it's against a power five. Originally, I took Wofford. The more I thought about it, even though I think Virginia Tech is a little bit offensively challenged, they, they, Wofford's not prepared to go into lane. Lay the 38. Give me a 52 to 7 final. If if even that. Um, uh, besides that, I would say like the, the, the ones we'll go through them all. We'll go through them all. I'll tell you the ones I like most Youngstown state, Kentucky. I laid the 27 with Kentucky, but I want you to know that Mark Stoops is a Youngstown state guy. He's from Youngstown, Ohio. So I truly believe he will call off the dogs. And I believe that I believe he scheduled them to get them paid. I believe that. So I am taking Kentucky. I think they're going to win by at least 28, but I can totally see a scenario where Mark Stoops calls off the dogs against the penguins. Uh, Abilene Christian heads to Missouri. Ah, man, Missouri is a team I'm not high on, but they normally will take care of FCS competition. Abilene Christian's two and O though. And they got Maverick MacGyver at quarterback, Texas tech transfer. I mean, who am I kidding? Missouri can't afford to lose this game. Lay the 34 and a half, but damn it. Maverick. I can't, I don't like fading. I don't like fading anybody named Maverick fucking MacGyver. All right. That is, that is just uh, rule. Number one. This is what I think of when I think of Maverick MacGyver, this is what I think of. what I think of when I think of Maverick fucking MacGyver. What a name you're just, you're just setting your kid up right there. Maverick MacGyver. I mean, this is also what I think of when I think of Maverick MacGyver. Yeah, motherfucker, I eat everything. I eat the pussy. I eat the butt. I eat every motherfucking thing. Yeah, I, I mean, what the name like that, you're not, you can't, you can't disappoint in life. Um, but I'm going to lay the 34 and a half. I feel like I should take Maverick MacGyver. I feel like they're baiting me. You know what? Fuck it. Let's take Maverick MacGyver and Abilene Christian, the Wildcats. Missouri wins by 31. 31. Let's go, Abilene Christian. Can't fade Maverick fucking MacGyver. Uh, This one's an awesome game. This one actually should be a really good game. Army's 0 2, like I predicted on the Army podcast. I like Army. I'm, I'm a Jeff Monken guy, but they're fucking scheduling crazy. Coastal week one, UTSA week two. They were in both those games, but they lost. Now they welcome in Villanova. Relax. Villanova's good. <laughs> Relax on the scheduling army. I know you're independent. Villanova's getting 14. Army's got a potential top 20 draft pick on their on their uh, defense. They have Terrell Robinson, a wide receiver, you know, kind of like a Swiss Army knife. They use him on offense. I think he's going to be in the NFL too. They have two guys that I think is go- are going to be in the NFL. Cannot say that most times with Army. Still, Villanova's good. Getting 14. Army bleeds the shit out of the clock. I'll take, I'll take Villanova. Give me the Wildcats plus 14. 
Long Island, the Sharks. Shout out to Long Island because they they came up to the FCS just a couple years ago, and they're playing like every FBS team. They get a shot. They're fuck it, let's go. They got Trent Green's son on this team, and I actually think they're getting better. I think they're getting better because they were getting their ass whooped last year. Um, Trent Green's son, Derek Green. Hey, last week, 31 of 45, 230, two touchdowns, two interceptions as they lost to Villanova only by 17. But they're scheduling aggressively, like super aggressively. Kent State is basically that version, but in the FBS. Kent State's played, wait, they got uh, Georgia, I think, next week. They've already played Oklahoma and Washington. Relax. <laughs> Kent State's laying 35 and a half. It's too many points. Give me the Sharks to at least get a couple scores. Although I do expect Kent State to probably get in the fifties over there at Dick Stadium. Um this one's interesting here. Southern Illinois, 0 and two. But good. The Salukis are solid. Heading to Ryan Field, Nevinson, Illinois to take on Northwestern. The line, I think they're trying to bait you. And see Nick hit hit this, I thought really good. I see this line at 16, maybe 15 and a half shop around. Uh, but Southern Illinois is better than their record. You look at both games. Well, first off, Incarnate Word fucked them up, sixty-four to twenty-nine, and I do think there are some defensive problems, perhaps with the Salukis. But this is a team that makes the FCS playoffs a lot. The Missouri Valley—you you, got to be battle-tested to go through it. And we saw Northwestern kind of come back to reality. I was on Duke plus ten and a half on the money line last week. I'm getting sixteen in the Salukis. I'm taking the sixteen, and I think this might be a game. Um, sign me up. Let's go. What else do we got on the FCS uh, versus FBS front? Towson heads to West Virginia. West Virginia's laying 37 and a half. Neil Brown's like, you're going to get fired if you don't win some of these games. That's why. Let's lock up West Virginia minus 37 and a half. This is the game. They show it. 55 7. They say, fuck you. They get that dub. Hopefully the fans will shell out for that one. Um, next up, what do we got? What do we got here? We have Bucknell taking on Central Michigan. Central Michigan's laying 39 and a half. Central Michigan, two of their receivers, I think, are out for the year. I'm still laying the 39 and a half. I think Central Michigan gets back on track after an ass whooping from South Alabama. Don't feel great about it, but I'll lay the 39 and a half. Murray State is taking on Ball State. Ball State's laying 21. Murray State just got their ass whooped by Rich Rodriguez. Ball State. I think they're better than what I thought they would be. Maybe a little bit. I'll lay the 21 with uh with Ball State. Stony Brook is taking on UMass. Stony Brook is a favorite. They are favored to beat UMass by three points. I'm taking UMass and Don Brown. Give me the three points. <laughs> That's unbelievable. There's two, by the way, there I think there's two FBS teams that are favored this Saturday. One of those being Stony Brook, the other one being uh North Dakota State, which we will get to in a minute. I'm taking UMass. I'm taking the FBS to represent there. That's good. That game's going to be hilarious. I got to get that on a TV. UT Martin heads to Boise, where UT Martin's been playing playing pretty good ball this year. But Boise, I've had some questions. Bachmeyer kind of look a little shaky. I'd ever thought they needed to go to the air raid on that Smurf turf. Boise's laying 21, though. It is the Smurf turf. I think they make a statement in this game. I'm locking up Boise minus 21. Let's fucking go. I know UT Martin's a solid opponent too. Boise's got to put it together. They got to put it together on the Smurf turf. Get it done. 
Campbell, Mike, Mike Mincer and Campbell's chunky soup with Hajmalik Williams, who I like at quarterback. They're heading into Greenville to take on East Carolina. East Carolina's laying 30. I could see East Carolina calling off the dogs and Campbell getting the cover. I can see East Carolina calling off the dogs. Um, give me Campbell plus the 30. I don't like it. North Carolina A and T heads down the Durham to take on Duke. Mike Elko and Duke have looked super impressive. They're laying 27 and a half. I'm locking up Duke minus the points. Duke looks super prepared to me. And I have a lot of questions about North North Carolina A and T right now. I'm laying the points. Jacksonville State heads to Tulsa, Oklahoma. H. A. Chapman Stadium or Field, whatever the hell it is. Uh, Tulsa's laying nine and a half. This this is the one, right? This is the one. Maybe you say Stony Brook is their favorite out of the F out of the FCS schools that are not favored. This is the one. Jacksonville State, Tulsa. Jacksonville State, you take the nine and a half points, you sprinkle some on the money line. Let's go. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Rich Rod, they're about to be in the FBS. This is not, this one should be an actual game. Northwestern State heads down to Southern Miss to Hattiesburg. Southern Miss is laying 32, and I will lay the 32 because Northwestern State looked awful last week. Tennessee State, Eddie George taking on Middle Tennessee. Rick Stock still just got extended. Middle Tennessee's laying 21. Eddie George. Give me the points. But this is in the, they're both right there in Nashville. Give me the points. Don't feel great about it. And then the game of the day, Road Rash Face, aka Bobby Petrino, heads he's back. He's a Missouri State's head coach. They're number three in the FCS rankings. They head into Fayetteville, Arkansas. He's going back to the scene of the crime. Back to the scene of the crime. Unfortunately, Jason Shelley, who I think is a solid quarterback, I think they're going to get their ass kicked because I think I think Arkansas is the real deal. I'm laying the 23 with Arkansas, but I'm going to be rooting for you, Road Rash Face. Arkansas Pine Bluff heads to Oklahoma State. This line's at 57 and a half. Fucking ridiculous. I guess I'll take the points. <laughs> Don't touch that one. Maine, the Black Bears. What's happening to my Black Bear Pro? I want this program back. All right. I liked it when they were really good. They're zero and two. They're struggling. They're taking on Boston College. Boston College is laying thirty-one and a half. I think we got to take Boston College, unfortunately, because I don't see any signs of life right now from this Black Bear program. I'm laying the thirty-one and a half. One of the better games of the day. Montana State, who played for the FCS national championship last year, they head to Corvallis. Now they're they're out their top two running backs. Bobcats are. They head to Corvallis, but Luke Musgrave, one of the best tight ends in America for Oregon state. He's out as well as a couple other key players. Interesting line here. Oregon state laying 13 and a half. I actually struggled with this. I do think Oregon state's legit. I, they were one of my locks on the win totals for the overs. I think Oregon state's going to get the win. Give me a Montana state back door though. Give me Oregon state 35. It's going to be 35, 20 late in that game. Right? Montana State gets a late score. Get the cover. 
Let's go. Then we have it. North Dakota state heads down to Arizona. North Dakota state's a one point favorite in Tucson in the desert. Very excited to watch this game. North Dakota state should have went to the FBS like fucking seven years ago. They spend like an FCS school, a mid major. I mean, I'm sorry, like an FBS school, a mid major. They should be there. They need to, to stop this shit and jump up. But they're also, I think six and oh, in their last six against the, uh, the, the FBS and a lot of those have been power five schools. I could totally see the win in this game. Hunter Lepke, Cam Miller. Those guys are good. The line of scrimmage, their offensive linemen all go to the pros. I feel like now uh, they head to Tucson, Jaden Delora. I do think Arizona looks really good. Uh, Jacob cowing. They look a lot better. They look ahead of schedule. This game's awesome. Taking Arizona by a field goal, 38, 35. This game's fucking awesome. I can't wait to watch it. And then the nightcap and it's, you're going to be, you're going to be, you know, you're going to be like me. If you're trying to watch all these games, the last game of the night, the cherry on top is Hawaii football on the Island. Doesn't matter how shitty they are. Well, especially in a game against Duquesne. Cause that's what the game is. Duquesne. Duquesne beat an FBS last year, the Ohio Bobcats. They have a chance to make it two in two years. If they can win on the Island. And I think they got a shot. You're going to have the, you're going to have the scramble to find spectrum sports because I don't know where the fuck that is. I have to, every time I have to scramble to find this thing, Duquesne at Hawaii, Hawaii's laying six and a half. Give me the Dukes plus six and a half far trip from Pittsburgh all the way to Hawaii. And I understand, I understand that, you know, this. It is a hard ticket to Hawaii, but not for Duquesne, baby. Duquesne. Or is this going to be Timmy Chang's first win? Either way, you're in a good scenario. Can't wait to watch these games. Give me Duquesne. All right, folks, and that's all that's all we got. We got a, there's a couple other games against a, a D2 opponents. There's no lines on them. Once again, shout out to WinBet for giving us lines on pretty practically every FCS college football game. That is fantastic. Do yourself a favor. In the modern day where all these TV execs in my opinion, are trying to ruin college football. Do yourself a favor. Do a little bit of a fuck you back to him and watch an FCS football game this weekend from start to finish. All right, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. Subscribe to the college football experience. Subscribe to the college basketball experience. We're already doing team previews over there. The season tips on November 7th. That's a Tuesday. We're going to have a lot of episodes coming out in the next uh, coming weeks. So check out that. And uh, t- we're together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience, subscribe, tell a friend and uh, check out the sports gambling podcast, NFL stuff every single day, all this other great content they're putting together. Uh, subscribe to all the, all of our great platforms. I mean, there's so many good ones right now. NFL gambling podcast, MLB gambling podcast, CFL gambling podcast. If you follow the Canadian football league, as that season continues to roll on golf gambling podcast, shout out to my guy, Boston Capper. We got it all. All right. Check it out. Check it out. Uh, get the SGP app. It's free to download in the app store, or Google play store. Also check out one of my favorite areas to, to talk to the fans by far, not even talk to the fans, but just to fucking learn things. Sports podcast.com slash discord. Doesn't matter the sport, but I'm in there talking college football, college basketball all the time. A ton of different sports though. Can be, they, they have a 
it doesn't matter. You could be talking about like a fucking sledgehammering contest going on in fucking the Netherlands. And I'm sure they'll have you covered uh, in that, in that range. So check it out. Sports slash discord FCS cannot wait. Week three is here. You better start thinking about yours. People. This is the college football experience. And we out of here. Sometimes people that are standing on third base think they hit a triple. What the fuck did I do wrong, child? And sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. The Redskins want a new stadium. The owner, Jack Ken Bush, and he wants an indoor, I heard an indoor stadium. The Redskins cannot play indoor. What is best in life? Crush your enemies. See them driven before you. And you are nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're gonna pay for it. Good night. It's easy to see a tide turn. Good round, you're celebrating with your appetite. Bad round, you're losing. You're using your appetite to forget about the round. I'll tell you something about appetite. It's a real fucking great thing to have. Play to win the game. And you hunting with the best house football team in the land.